TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted. What the fuck, man? How's it going, everybody? Welcome to episode 55 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I am Brooks. I'm Tyler. I'm Dion. And uh, we have uh, no guest this week. Uh, after ourselves. After we went hard on, on having a guest <laughs> like in almost every uh, episode for a little bit there. Hey, man, it's rad. Yeah. Uh, we will, you know, uh, be having more guests uh, at one point or maybe, another. Maybe next oh, week. Oh, no. We have to yeah, when we don't have Brooks next week. Yes. On our own merit this time. Yeah, right. Oh. What is Uh-oh. this? Oh. <laughs> we don't have Paul to just grab the mic and run. <laughs> it's a nice little, nice You're little nothing break. without me. <laughs> you know, my throat was hurting a little bit last week. It was kind of nice to just sit back and watch the show. Your throat was hurting because you were laughing so hard by being... <laughs> Burn so bad. Yeah, I posthumously looked up what burn units on Wikipedia after that. Posthumously. I died. Posthumously. Posthumously. Is that how you pronounce that? Yes. Again, never heard that said out loud. (laughs) That was like a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I shall reference the dictionary joke from our previous episode. (laughs) Link in bio. Posthumously. Good to know. So, uh, this week, uh, in our own content... Saw the release of my personal favorite episode of uh, Fire Emblem. Um, because Only because I start off by singing City Escape. Yep. <laughs> oh, yep. man, I gotta watch this. Yeah. I haven't seen it yet. This it's only like the first five seconds. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a... And it was... he. We were both singing it between episodes. And... Uh, um, With the bass line from that song? <laughs> I don't even remember why. I don't remember why either. <laughs> I think it was like stuck in my head or something. And uh, I still know uh, all the words. It it cracked me up so much, so I turned it into a cold open. Yeah, why yes. the fuck not? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, uh, my my parents. I just so I didn't have the game. I did not have Sonic Adventure two for a super long time. Mm-hmm. But my parents, they were like, "Oh, you're into video game music. Here, we got you the Sonic CD." So I had the soundtrack <laughs> for Sonic Adventure two, like. For like uh, like maybe like eight years before I actually had the game. That's funny. And so I had all the songs memorized because when you have like five CDs and one of them is a is like a uh, TV show uh, theme song greatest hits. You know you're gonna listen to the you yeah know, to Knuckles rapping. I was about to say, can you do the Pumpkin Hill rap from memory? No, I cannot do the Pumpkin oh, Hill rap. <laughs> but I can do Aquatic Mine. <laughs> Let's take a dive in Aquatic Mine. Once was a coal pit, now it's a water ride. Doing things you like to do, get to shine. And it sure beats fighting foes all the time. But I gotta do it, because I'll stay out of line. Oh my god. Uh, that was beautiful. Bravo. You know, yes, bravo. That's, yes. that's a deep cut, because I think everyone only knows Pumpkin Hill. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, Brent knows even more lyrics than I Oh, I'm sure. Oh, boy. <laughs> of course he does. He's hey, probably listening ex, right now, ex, wrapping them silently to himself. <laughs> Brooks, why didn't you say these lines? Yeah. 
Is that just how you imagine hey, all the time? Oh, oh, yeah. He's just he just sitting in his room with headphones on rapping obscure songs. No, 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 no. Just in in that moment. Uh, but I know that he uh, watches the podcast, going, "Why did no one laugh at what Brooks just said? Or why didn't anyone make this joke?" <laughs> One of these days, I'm just going to just spout a string of just coded in jokes from when I was like 12, <laughs> you know, just uh, <laughs> like baby wizards um, and, you know, playing, getting pumped about playing Sonic R. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. That whole, that, that's a whole joke, except that it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, it was a Sonic game. We had played whatever we could. So um, the Joker came out this week. Yes. I saw it. It was um, very good. Apparently, our society gave it very high ratings. Wrapped in uh, any ty- type of controversy you can fucking throw at it. Yep. Uh, you've got the people who are still uh, uh, focused on the Colorado uh, oh, theater boy. shooting yep. from Pe- ages ago. People who assume every Joker film was going to have someone shooting it up because was society. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the same time, though, like, well, this kind of, it is a concern we have to have now. Which and now we really need statements from everyone. You know, like all the headlines were uh, parents of uh, those uh, lost and wounded in Aurora. the in Aurora uh, make statement about the Joker movie. All right, uh, theater makes statement about the you know in an Aurora makes statement about the Joker movie. Cool, like what the fuck? Yeah, I, I mean, looking I, for conflict, I, man. Yeah, I understand that's a, like a fixation point in these people's lives, and rightfully so because yeah. they lost people forever. Absolutely, but that doesn't mean it's relevant every time a movie comes out. Right. It's just milking it for press. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, I heard that, that, that Joaquin Phoenix's performance was really, really good. It's yeah. incredible. But it's, it is a, uh, essentially an homage to uh, the Scorsese flicks, Taxi Driver and King of Comedy. I love Taxi Driver. Uh, so much so that De Niro is in the film. Um, That's the thing where it's like... Yeah, everyone's freaking out about the Joker thing, but yeah, it very has it has a very similar beat to the to the tax to Taxi Driver. It, yeah, it's I mean it's not the same movie, obviously, but it, the the tension and the way the movie progresses and unfolds and ends, even in a way, is very Taxi Driver. Sure, and so, that's by design. Yeah, um, and it, unfortunately, the reasoning behind that is fucking stupid. Because the dude who made the movie said that he had to make this movie because you can't make comedies anymore because of woke culture. Oh, boo. So that's the other bit of controversy that has been surrounding this film is the dude who made it is a fucking jackass. That's not very woke of you, dude. (laughs) I'm sorry. Am I insulting your culture? You jackass. <laughs> Hee-haw. Had to make this movie because... That's so dumb. You can't make comedies That's in a so woke stupid. So the same guy made Old School. And... I forgot about Dumb throwaway comedies that are irrelevant uh, within five years. Sorry you can't make a comedy movie that doesn't rely on low-hanging fruit, sex, and just random shock. Yeah. And maybe comedy. he shouldn't if he just made a really good non-comedy movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, you know, maybe maybe try to make this your day job. Maybe don't be a jackass and just make movies like this. Yeah. <laughs> Did and he say this after the movie came out, like, recently? I didn't see this. No, it was like, before. Oh, it was, okay. like, the week of release or something like that. And I can't remember who I uh, saw responding to this, but they're like, oh, yeah, it's absolutely woke culture. You can't make comedies anymore, except there are comedies coming out all of the time and they are fucking great and hilarious or if they aren't then nobody cares and uh you know maybe maybe it's uh you just can't make uh comedy about shitty people oh wait always sunny is one of the most expertly crafted you know hilarious shows ever to grace the television and it's no one's mad about always sunny yeah because when they touch on insensitive topics they do it in a way that always paints the four main characters as bad people exactly they're always they bad people are. yeah you're allowed even to the, make- the creators even said like the reason they don't succeed is because we don't want them to right they're supposed <laughs> to fail they suck yeah. <laughs> The, and that's that's like the thing. And gallant, you know, you can make these, you know, touchier jokes or or whatever. If first off, the commentary that you're making is uh, poignant. Yeah, you're not just making a racial stereotype joke for the sake of being making a racial stereotype joke. Like you can't you can't fall on a shitty character in a story that you're writing to be the one to say the racist jokes just because you want to tell racist jokes. Bingo. Um, and it's gotta be earned and it's gotta be, you know, it's it, you, you it, first off, if you're going to make an irredeemable character, then make sure they're fucking irredeemable and uh, you're never painting them in a positive light. They are fucking irredeemable and then they can say whatever the fuck they want. But and even still, with the bus. even still, it can't boil down to non sequitur shit fuck ass. You know, like <laughs> you have to still make them a well-constructed, ir- you know, horrible person. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you telling me they have to be a good writer to write? Go figure. <laughs> well, now we're going to get a new what? superhero movie about shit fuck ass. <laughs> fuck shit ass. <laughs> but like, don't blame the way that uh, culture has shifted for your inability to write for it. Yeah. Yeah. Now it, you know, in the, in the future, like looking back on movies like that, that already exist, you know, 2000s comedies. <laughs> yeah. Early 2000s comedies, I mean, in particular, very guilty of that kind of thing. I mean, we're going to be able to be able to look, look back on that with some kind of context as to, well, this is what people used to think was funny. Mm. And then, you know, now we can be, now we can, we can laugh about, it's like, man, that was really terrible. Wasn't it? Like cabin in the woods, like, um, shit. What was the line that my Dylan and I can't stop laughing at is just how bad the movie is. Like one of the characters like quotes, he says in, you know, um, squirrels are gay. (laughs) <laughs> unquote what the fuck? yeah just like like that kind of like insult thing uh was that like throwaway line but just like that's not in cabin in the woods uh, yeah yes it is i'm sorry cabin fever thank you sorry okay. cabin fever i was gonna say I don't how yeah, dare cabin you no cabin in the woods Sully is cabin the, in the name woods is of hilarious. cabin in the woods well you know it's it's uh Cabin Fever and Eli Roth bit. E- okay, yeah, go figure. Yeah, that was that was just it was 
an irredeemable movie full of shitty people and they all like die at the end so uh, <laughs> <laughs> but like you know we can't have that anymore that's just not cool yeah it's, it's not cool Bill Dude. Hader, I think, came out and said recently, where just like the his comment on how comedy has evolved, and it's like he doesn't want to make those jokes anymore because it's not funny, and it should be that way. Things have right. changed. Like, I mean, that boiled it down. I don't remember exactly what he said, but even like in this, because you hear a lot of comedians come out recently. Oh, we can't make these jokes anymore, and like well, it's oh, nice to see. Ooh, oh yeah, we haven't grown. It's like come on the. Uh, Saturday Night Live writer that or that just got kicked off like on his first I don't remember his name he didn't even start he didn't even start yeah, yeah. and it's and he just goes back and and does more all comedy has an expiration date exactly that's the thing it's like yeah it unfortunately in his point. case he thought that expiration date hadn't hit yet and he he's like these are things that happened in the past yeah last month you dumb fuck. <laughs> And then he goes and does another kind of comedy stand-up special and does more. <laughs> it's like you're an idiot. The, sh- the sheer amount of things in life that you can just apply, adapt, or die to. Come on. That's what you're supposed yeah. to do. Yeah. Survival Change or get the, the fuck over it. Like, yeah. <laughs> Survival of the CrossFittest. You know what? I just wish that everything was the same as when I had a career. Back in my day. That's all it is. That's all it always is. Wait, Chevy Chase? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Are you here? Ew. Go wash your hands. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Should I soap my mouth for that one? (laughs) God damn, Chevy Chase. That's that's a real unfortunate one. That's a real unfortunate one. Though I'm not surprised that he is miserable to work with. He's an asshole. He plays an asshole in everything he does. So, I mean, to just see that, that he, you know, that's what he's like in real life is just, you know, oh, okay. Yeah. Good luck with that. I think we talked about it before. It's like it, literally that's what made him popular was being an asshole. So yeah. he just kept being an asshole and then it stopped being funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are all doomed to one day become relics. At any rate, uh, the Joker is receiving very good reviews. Only one of us has seen it. It was very good. It Only was, one of us was lives a, in a society. I was a little worried. <laughs> there are moments that are... That I was like, oh, are they, what are they doing here? It almost felt a little celebratory. Like people were a little worried about that with, okay, the Joker's a obviously un- unredeemable character. <laughs> He's an asshole. Yeah. And there were moments where I was like, ooh, are they, but no, it was, it was actually very, very well done. It was, he was always an asshole, an evil person. And so it was really good. What, what's important to keep in, in mind with the Joker is the Joker as a character has always been a character that you are supposed to identify with at least a little bit. A little bit. Because he's supposed to be the dangerous villain where you can understand why he might want to do X, Y, or Z. Uh, because, the you know, he's the, uh, you know, none of it matters. Your existence is inevitable. Your death is inevitable. You know, like all these, that kind of shit. And it, like in uh, in uh, Dark Knight, um, when he's torching that pile of fucking cash, like that's who he is. And, and to a certain degree, uh, people who like look at the structure of our government and, and business and, and shit like that might go, yeah, you know what? Fuck yeah. But at the end of the day, he's also an irredeemable character made more touchy in the adoption by incels for these, you know, we live in a society where 
in incels. I almost said intels. <laughs> incels. An incel pentium processor. <laughs> it's startup sound is milady. <laughs> Tips. <laughs> Tips, Fedora. Oh man, that's yeah. Okay, well, so the but, Joker is at the end of the day, the whole movie in just it boils down to Joaquin Phoenix is a treasure. Holy shit. Yeah, he's a out of his mind um method actor. He's terrifying. He is legitimately terrifying in this movie and it's really good. Definitely worth a watch. I loved mm. it. Yeah. I shall eventually see it for I feel pressured by the society in which I live. <laughs> It's a movie that I want to see, but it's not one that I feel like I need to go to the theater for. Yeah, I feel like that's something I like yeah. to enjoy in a quiet room by myself, you know, to get the, the full effect of... Put on your own makeup while you're watching it. Not a meme. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes, I am thousands of memes. <laughs> I am Omni- meme and con. I am not a single meme. I am omni-meme. <laughs> <laughs> I am the unicron of memes. Oh my god. <laughs> Do you see that Unicron figure that they, they came yeah, out with? Yeah, we talked about it on oh, the yeah, podcast right, before. That's right, yeah. That thing's fucking expensive to sell. Yeah, it's also, like, it's so also like almost like... It's like it's this almost, big. Yeah, it's huge. <laughs> yeah. And it, apparently it's it has articulation even in fingers and teeth. You could use it to kill Dan. Who articulates their teeth? Unicron does, apparently. Ooh. We, oh, now I'm just imagining we, oh. being able to move your teeth around, and that's just weird. <laughs> Also, Tyler, you could not use that to kill me. I think you should have learned by now that it's going to require something of massive power to actually end my miserable existence. <laughs> I th- Dan, I think you should go as Galactus for Halloween. <laughs> that would be pretty good. <laughs> we can get Tyler in a silver, spray paint Tyler's silver, put him on a skateboard. Oh, my God. Um... I would be down. That would be hilarious. I just tell him to sick people and he runs up to him and hits him with a skateboard. It's <laughs> <laughs> just to people in the middle of the street. Just little kids. <laughs> I am, behold, I am Galactus and my Herald silver shitbag. <laughs> Out of context, they just get hit over the head by you and they look across the street and it's just me pointing at them. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had this antique scythe because of course I did. Like a long time ago. Scythe? Yeah, like farm implement. Okay. Um, and I had this idea that I wanted to do for a long time. That I'm glad that I never did, but I was just like, because um, there was like a, a like a high school not too far from where I was living. And I was just like, I need I should just buy like a Grim Reaper robe, you know, and like a mask and then stand across the street on prom night and point as cars are leaving the parking lot. <laughs> I wanted to do that for a while. Now, the best thing to do would be to go outside a nursing home. <laughs> just stand yeah. there and just point at all the old ladies and men as they're walking out. <laughs> or, like, don't even just point. Just, like, hang out out front of a nursing home and be like... Smoke a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> just happy wave. Like, it, like, a far too animated wave. Give oh, them, like, it, a thumbs up. Just oh, like, hi, Diane. <laughs> <laughs> just yell out a random name and see who Yeah. Hey, Barbara, what are you doing? <laughs> they're coming to get you, Barbara. Uh, I, I actually... Jody. <laughs> They were very old. Tomorrow. Yeah, I imagine. <laughs> um, also, I don't know if you can do it yet, but uh, th- you may be able to now or will in the near future be able to make your Alexa 
sound like Samuel L. Jackson. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be doing that for sure. Yeah. Uh, If anything, to uh, just add another surreal layer to my life. Uh, This is a a Google Home home, uh, so I have no no Alexas. Uh, I have two. If I can't clear my cookies by yelling, I want these motherfucking cookies off my motherfucking browser, I'll be disappointed. And you swear (laughs) a fucking lot, dude. I'm so fucking sorry. I wonder if he had to stay clean in the lines that, like, does that mean that Alexa's going to swear now? I hope so. Uh, yeah, It's the, not Samuel L. Jackson if he doesn't call someone a motherfucker. Hopefully the right? option just tells you, like, by the way, he might say fuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> parental, parental, you know, guidance. A.K.A., by the way, he's going to say fuck yeah. a lot. <laughs> um... No, so they that's just, really cool. <laughs> they just censor him like they did in Snake Soft. Like, yeah, right. Oh, my God. <laughs> <sighs> no. Oh, yes, this mother-loving plane. This, uh, Monday, Monday to Friday. To Friday Monday to plane. Friday plane. Yeah. <laughs> Monday to yeah. Friday I want these monkey-loving snakes <laughs> off this Monday to Friday plane. How? Just How? like if you've got it connected to to your uh, uh, smart home, like I've got, you know, the, the automatic lock and, and shit like that, be like... Hey, uh, Alexa, lock the back door. You got it, Monday to Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. You got it, monkey lover. (laughs) That sounds worse than motherfucker, actually. That does sound worse. (laughs) That's a worse insult. (laughs) Goddamn monkey lover. Um, oh, I just think I felt kind of it's kind of weird in here, guys. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, it uh, kind of makes me wish that I had uh, an Alexa in the house, but uh, I went Google Home for one very specific reason, and that's because Google Home uh, understands context, repeated context, uh, which Alexa does not. So if I ask it a question about uh, someone, right? Like, let's say I ask John for. Galt? someone's you know some famous person's birthday or something like that i don't have to repeat that person's name if i have another question about that person oh, oh. Cool. you could say like who is his like yeah. what's it what you is... can say his and and google that's knows cool. what it is i like that yeah so alexa doesn't do that uh but google home does and i was like that to me is speaks for how more capable it is it's very interesting as somebody who has neither of them, I don't know any of this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I turn off my switches with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't have any any smart plugs or anything like that yet. All right, I just grandpa. use it for <laughs> just like uh, a routine in the in the morning and stuff like that. Yeah, I like um, I like uh, I like being able to use all, all of the speakers to broadcast music. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we've got like six or seven of them in the house. So when we broadcast it. It comes out of all of them, and it's great. Google can also get spooky. Google can get spooky, which is fucking rad, spooky. and made it even more rad when you have Philips Hue lights connected to it because it fucks with. <laughs> and if there's a Chromecast on the network, it brings up spooky, you know, like video on YouTube on your Chromecast. Starts flashing the lights, uh, your your Philips Hue lights, and playing it like <laughs> the old spooky tapes out yep. of your your uh, Google Home. That is awesome. I've made eye contact with the cat over there. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I wonder. Hey, Google, get spooky. Yep. Ah. I've already done this at your house before. You have? Yeah. (laughs) Getting getting spooky with it.
So it's not doing the light and whatnot, but I'm yeah. Disappointed. But it'll like make it flash and stuff. Yep. That's cool. Yeah. Welcome to October, fools. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you a ventriloquist dummy? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Google, stop. Uh-oh. It's... Here's a he cat. Hey, Google, <laughs> stop. This podcast interruption brought to you by Google Home. Also, <laughs> I apologize to everyone who has a Google Home who is... I don't understand. That's fine. I apologize to everyone listening who has a Google Home whose Google Homes I just triggered twice. Well, you're probably not listening to it through your speakers. That's true. No, that's that's true. But I have uh, said the trigger words on uh, one of our episodes before, and I listened to it in my car just to make sure that everything, you know, Alexa, sounds good. And it and killed my brakes. <laughs> you know, and <clears throat> because, <laughs> because it, uh, you know, runs, uh, uh, I use Android Auto in my car, uh, it interrupted the podcast every time I said, because it was waiting for me to say to say something to follow up. <laughs> my, my my favorite one, and and you know we'll we'll screw with with Amazon users now as well. But Alexa, open the pod bay doors. <laughs> just go through and start saying things. We should do that every podcast. Just yeah, right. That, random things. That's, that's a, it is. a secret. Or secret. Th- those have become one of my uh, one of my favorite memes lately. With like Alexa intruder alert, and then they have a bunch of different constraints. Like... I have one. <laughs> I, I, I made a little one for myself. What does yours do? Uh, mine Star Trek sounds, and then uh, then it runs a self destruct timer. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, I saw one recently. Uh, it's for a Dark Souls 3-1. It says, uh, Alexa, intruder alert. And it says, oh dear, another dogged contender. And then it says, deploy Claymore Roomba. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. No. Uh, speaking of Roombas, I saw a video online the other day of uh, uh, Beer Pong Next Level. So you have... Uh, cups taped to Roombas and put them on small oh surface tables and that those become your target. So they'll go, you know, randomly on the table until, and they won't go over the edge. And yeah, that would be <laughs> awesome. That actually would be a lot of fun. Yeah. It's pretty clever. Until you, until you get your Roomba wet. I love all of the applications for Roombas that aren't cleaning. Yeah, right. <laughs> Oh man! Well, Roombas, the internet's favorite. Speaking of funny toy. videos, you know, I've been seeing a lot of hilarious videos about Untitled Goose Game. I have seen uh, a lot as well. I need to grab that. Yeah, I, I want to play it so bad. We need to do a topless mm. robot plays with the Goose Game. <laughs> I want to play the no, way you said that was very weird. I want to play Metal I'm Goose tired. Solid. There are dedicated uh, buttons for honking and flapping your wings at people. <laughs> nice, <laughs> much uh-huh. like with Dan. Yes, correct. Yeah. <laughs> yep. As a matter of fact, we have a live translation device built into these microphones. I am actually always honking at you. <laughs> God. It's funny. I thought uh, you did nothing but screech at people. 
That is honking. <laughs> honking and screeching are one and the same. That is honking. What is the goose if not nature's screecher? <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I need to get Untitled Goose Game. Um, what's funny is uh, a while back, the people at Crows, Crows, Crows uh, played a little prank on the people at House, House, House. House, House, House is who made Untitled Goose Game. And uh, uh, I didn't know that. But I am subscribed to the Crows, Crows, Crows uh, uh, newsletter because they're hilarious. <laughs> they're fucking amazing. They are did. They, are they counting Crows cover band? <laughs> There's three crows. I will let you be the only one to laugh at that joke. I'm sure someone out there in Radio Land is laughing. No. no. <laughs> Everyone is sighing. Even if it's me listening to Everyone it is sighing. Um, You're so, just going to make this true. <laughs> I can't remember like what prophecy. game uh, it was about. It may have been about Accounting Plus, um, where they said, uh, you know, uh, something along the lines of like, we're adding geese to Accounting Plus. And this, you know, and if you have a problem with it, then email such and such. It's, it was like house at house, H-O-U dot S-E. And so, uh, you know, it was basically like email all complaints too. And I was like, I'm going to be really funny and uh, be like, you're just take it too seriously and send them an email. Not realizing that I had never heard of House, House, House. <laughs> so, I basically sent a strongly worded email to the creators of Untitled Goose Game to get the goddamn goose out of their fucking game because it's not true to... The, <laughs> it's it's pandering and, and shit like that. Did they respond? No. Oh, okay. Aww. I was hoping desperately that they would respond. House, house, and, house. But, and they would so probably tell you to fuck off. This was in the newsletter from Crows, Crows, Crows. So I wonder how many emails House, House, House got from clueless idiots like me. <laughs> if, if Hopefully plenty. And that's why they didn't respond. If, yeah. if Crows, Crows, Crows is a Counting Crows cover band, then House, House, House is a Three Doors Down cover band. You were thinking about that that whole time. <laughs> no, I had already thought of it. I was just waiting. Sure. <laughs> sure you did. Oh, Brooks. Yeah, I'll just take a walk around the world. Yeah. Oh, Brooks. Did you trouble mine? <laughs> Why did I get sprayed? Why did I get Because you're concerned? encouraging him. Good. Because you laugh. <clears throat> I did, I, My laughter is pain. <laughs> I am the gesture of torment. Um, so yeah, I, I really want to play uh, Untitled Goose Game, but uh, it's not super high on my list right now. Still playing through Link's Awakening um, because it's fucking amazing. To the frame, still cut themselves in half. Yep. It really sucks. Blech. I'm surprised that there hasn't been a soon my pretty update that would fix yeah. that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Dragon Quest XI uh, Definitive Edition uh, came out on the Switch, and uh, I haven't gotten that yet, but I want to. Um, I love the idea of Dragon Quest, but that is definitely one of those games that I've tried to start, <clears throat> and it's just... I I get lost. I don't... Not, I don't get lost. It's just, it doesn't pick... It doesn't capture me, I guess. I don't know. Maybe you'd like to play an easy Final Fantasy game. 
no. <laughs> um, oh, <laughs> you could do uh, what was the uh, the first one they gave? Was it Mystic Quest? Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you can play Mystic yeah. Quest if that's more your speed. Play the game that plays itself. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I'm really adventuring. <laughs> um, Look at me, Ma. I can jump in a Final Fantasy game. I can jump in a Legend of Zelda game. That's a weird thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it might be weird for you, but since that was the first game that I played, a first Zelda game that I played, uh, for me, I was just like, oh, why can't you jump in the rest of them? <laughs> <laughs> this is stupid. It's all context. <laughs> Uh, I'm trying to remember speaking. what the fuck else is going on this week. Uh, we got a whole bunch of more gameplay and trailers for Last of Us 2, which I didn't, we didn't get to talk about too much last week at sure. all. All right. Uh, no multiplayer. My, no multiplayer, which is very disappointing because I actually liked the multiplayer in the first one. And I want the Laster of Us. The Laster of Us. And I, it, but I'm okay with them having focusing on it. And it's interesting that they're go- taking a more open world experience with it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. It just looks really good. I cannot wait for this game to come out. I was watching a whole bunch of gameplay vid and vids and the, I know we talked a little bit about it, mm-hmm. but the fighting system looks a little bit more, uh, it looks like game it'll actually, like, yes, it looks more like a game than whereas the first one felt a little bit more just like a cutscene. Yeah, it was a little bit more of a playable story, which I loved. It was still really good. But this one, the f- combat looks a lot more fluid. Uh, there's some a lot more wrinkles to the combat. And then obviously still has the my, sneaking my around. My dad actually played away. Last of Us. He enjoyed it quite a bit. Really I never good. beat it, um, but uh, I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, what I did play. Yeah, I'm first five minutes. I got a book. <laughs> got a Stephen King. I, I got the new Stephen King novel. That's pretty good. Oh, that's right. I uh, forgot that that. Uh, yeah, it's. Uh, the Institute. Isn't there something else that he has coming out too? I think he is. Because I saw him post a cover. Uh, recently. It is a book. It's, it is a book. It's a pretty, Books so far, pretty uh, typical Stephen King bit. Um, psychic kids being kidnapped and shit, so. For mysterious purposes. And... It has a train car on the cover. (laughs) 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 That's how you know it's going to be a a good one. Man, I could have sworn that he recently shared another cover for another book. I mean, it wouldn't be surprising considering how often he releases books. That guy cranks him out. It's the Institute 2019. Okay, yeah. Yeah, He. I, I wonder how many books he's written in total. This this dude just, I just he I never just stops. I just had his bibliography. Mm, yeah, it's quite. He's written a lot. And then, you know, you also have to count the Bachman novels when he was... Bachman writing. is included in this. Okay, when he was writing uh, under uh, a pen name. Novels 83. When he gets too old to write, he's just going to have one of those computers that reads your eye gestures. <laughs> yeah, right. He's just going to write books until his brain stops working. So, Novels 83, Collections 11, Nonfiction 5, Others 13. 
Damn. Yeah. He's written a grip. A, a grip. A grip. He's, he's written a murder of novels. Uh, co wrote it, uh, you know, <clears throat> co written by cocaine in a lot of cases. Like Cujo. He doesn't, yeah, he right. doesn't remember writing Cujo. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. I never would have taken Stephen King for a coke addict. Really? Oh, Whoa, yeah. He's a he super coke addict. I don't know anything about him aside from the fact that he writes books. Like, he's he's spooky, notorious he's for being and, a coke addict. He enjoyed, enjoyed, enjoyed uh, cocaine. Yeah. cocaine. That's how it keeps you awake when you're writing books, I guess. <laughs> he, he got hit by a van in 1999 and it changed his life. No, it was like some like drunk. The van, van was like, filled yeah. with coke, and it made him. <laughs> he had to roll around in it for a while, and he was high for too long. He <laughs> vowed to never do coke again. Nah. Stephen King, the ultimate. Uh, apparently, years. <laughs> apparently, his son, who is who is not using his last name, uh, is doing well as a writer. Uh, yeah, Joe Hill. Joe Hill. Not to be confused with Jonah Hill. Nah. What was anybody confusing that? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Speaking of Jonah Hill, isn't isn't he doing some? He's doing. Um, I think he got a hold of some like property. He's doing a movie about. Yeah, I remember hearing about this, and I can't remember what the property is, but it sounded intriguing. Like Jonah Hill, it's it's weird to go from super bad to take me seriously, world. Take me seriously. He's been or, mostly doing like the serious stuff recently. Almost to it. It feels like he's trying to compensate for his history I do not preceding that because films any longer i think the first movie i ever saw him in was grandma's boy <laughs> oh yeah oh, yeah and right. he was huge and huge. then uh i think the first movie that was like uh, really basically built his career was uh super bad super bad which has an amazing soundtrack when a man grows, he cannot make dick jokes anymore. Yeah, right. <laughs> he must move on to PP. <laughs> but yeah, he was uh, in uh, Wolf of Wall Street. And uh, it, it really seems like he's, I mean, he's a great dramatic actor as well. He was also in that, uh, wasn't he in the that movie about the, uh, it's with Steve Carell and... Shoot, I'm just totally blanking Dinner for on the name Schmucks? of it. No, it was a serious movie. Oh, uh, Welcome to Marwin? No, no, I don't think Jonah Hill was in that <clears> one. <throat> I just suspect that, you know, when, when people start getting movie deals, it's always you take what you can get. And I assume it's haha, funny fat guy. And he used yeah. all of the fame that he was getting from being funny, fat, jo like joke to, hey, now that I'm famous, you can put me in your movie. He lost a bunch of weight and then became a streetwear icon. Oh, yeah, he did 21 Jump Street and 22 Jump Street, which were actually both really funny. <laughs> I loved the 21 Jump Street movies. Oh, and he did uh, Maniac, uh, that Netflix series, uh, which was really maniac. fucking good. Uh, hey, fucking good for him, dude. Yeah, I mean... And War Dogs, that's right. War Dogs, Dogs is a really good one. To be able to break away from, from a typecast is, 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 is nothing to, to sniff at. For oh, sure. yeah, that's it's monumentally difficult for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, he has absolutely broken himself from uh, from that dumb comedy, you know, I mean, kind I'm, of thing, which I'm trying is good really for him. It's really hard, to, really hard to break out of that the uh, skinny quiet guy trope that I constantly. <laughs> <talk about. laughs> you know, you we know, uh, completely unrecognizable. We would never. <laughs> <have noticed. laughs> We're really well trying to pin you into it too. You know, the the harder you fight, the, the more we fight back. Yeah, sorry. 
Um, <laughs> sorry, I left my spine at home. Sorry. Interesting. Joseph Hillstrom King with an umlaut over the O. Um, of course. Hillstrom. That's how you know. The that he is the son of, <laughs> of, a, of a writer. Yeah. <laughs> it is the umlaut. It's a so brand. That, that is uh, Stephen King's son who has followed uh, heavily in his footsteps. Uh, apparently, starting in 1996. Um, but the first thing that I've ever seen that's based on his work is Horns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Daniel Radcliffe uh, thing, which I, I liked Horns. thoroughly enjoyed. It was really good. Um, I never saw it, but I, I did hear it was good. Oh, and I brought it up on the podcast before, but there's uh, that series uh, that uh, AMC is releasing called Nos 4 a 2 Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that is Joe Hill's work as well. Nosferatu. <laughs> oh, and he's done a bunch of comics. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's where I first started hearing his name. Uh, Lock and Key, Kodiak, The Cape, Thumbprint. Wraith, Welcome to Christmas Land, which uh, sounds Wraith, like, Welcome to Christmas Land sounds like a hammy movie. <laughs> like, well, uh, I think it's, it's actually uh, related to Nosfori, too. Mm. Yeah, it is. Wraith. Wraith. Uh, which, which is a weird movie in and of itself. The Wraith. I think Emilio Esvez is in that one. It's like some phantom race car. Apparently. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he's got a comic out this year called Basketful of Heads. Yes. That sounds great. Basketful of Heads. Sounds like a basket of laughs. <laughs> that was also a joke. <laughs> <laughs> um, a laugh and the world smiles. But yeah. Uh, I am happy to see uh, Joe Hill following in his dad's footsteps weird it looks like there he did a book with his dad well now that he's yeah. already gaining some of his own fame i think he's probably a little more willing to lean into it yeah so you know in 2009 there's a, a <clears throat> book called full throttle that was written by oh, yeah. joe hill and stephen king huh full throttle that would be interesting well, yeah, I'd be ashamed at the very least and if the two never collaborated on anything just because he was trying to distance himself completely. I think that's a missed opportunity. Yeah, sure. Once he's made a name for himself, I think it's safe for him to do that, which apparently he did. But no, I mean, I have to be feel like he's in his dad's shadow. Anymore. Yeah, he's sure. His own, he developed his own writing voice and then he and his dad probably bounced off of each other to see what would happen. But I imagine, you know, like there are certain um, uh, pairings uh, for a collaboration that, you know, you like kind of makes sense. You would expect you know, that, you know, um, but I wouldn't necessarily expect, especially when it comes to telling a story that a child would collaborate well with their parent. Um, because, you know, most of the good collaborations that we've seen have been like people who found their own writing voices independently and they were similar enough voices where it only made sense that they should, you know, be working together. Uh, like good omens is a good example of that. Um, but while Joe Hill has kind of, you know, ventured into the same sort of style of writing, like what he's writing about as his dad, I, I just wouldn't expect it to be in, uh, like, uh, an inevitability that they would collaborate. I, mean, I don't think it'd be an inevitability, but it seems like a good idea to me. 
Mm. They develop their writing styles independently of one another. I don't think their relationship as parent and child necessarily has to reflect that in any way. Because hmm. I, I would almost expect that, you know, with, because of the power dynamics of that with parent and child, that Stephen King would be like, oh, no, that's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah you're wrong. Yeah, Where's yeah. my Coke? Yeah, and, and then, yeah exactly. <laughs> All we have is diet, my lord. <laughs> Unacceptable! But then Joe Hill's not going to challenge that because it's dad, you know? Well, I think he might because he went out of his way to distance himself from that in the first place. Yeah, I mean, it, who's, who's to say what their relationship is like? Sure, you know? sure. Like, Yeah, it's all speculative, but... I don't know. I think if you go out of your way to distance yourself from an easy claim to fame, you're probably hard headed enough that you'd be willing to fight back a little bit. Yeah, I suppose. But even thinking about any other author uh, challenging Stephen King, I know. I imagine opinion. he'd be a dick about it. Yeah. <laughs> How many books have you had turned into movies? Yeah, yeah, but how many Who's of them are the good? most successful author on the planet? Did you get hit by a van? I didn't think so. <laughs> Did you roll in a literal wonderland of coke? I didn't think so. Did you buy the van that hit you and destroy it? <laughs> because that's what he did. Are you serious? <laughs> wow, that's that is not, some crazy not only, person shit. Not right only there. did he write himself and the accident into the Dark Tower series, but he eventually bought the van. And destroyed it. Well, because like that was a turning point in his life, like as a writer, because he was just like, you know, I need to continue. I have to finish the Dark Tower and other projects. Um, and so it was this kind of catharsis he achieved. And then you know, destroying the van at the end is probably like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I imagine the type of catharsis that could bring about is unprecedented. Like, I, that's got to feel fucking great. Yeah. I'm just imagining the scene from Office Space. Where yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> just, with a van. PC load letter. What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> In slow motion, Stephen King just <laughs> to gangster rap. Throwing hard copy novels yeah. at it. <laughs> In between, he's just lo- <laughs> doing lines of coke and slow <laughs> No! Off of his bat. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh my god. It's just running the length of the whole bat. You just see him go. And it's a comically long bat, so he's just going, <laughs> it's going on for far too long. You have just like extra hands come on screen. <laughs> this is honestly, this is one of my favorite revelations in a while. I, I, I knew so little about him. I love to know that he used to be a coke maniac. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I can just make Stephen King coke jokes when Whenever I want. <laughs> Dude, these Stephen King shitposting uh, um, things that I follow are fucking great. Uh, yeah, I bet. Yeah. Dan can now divide his life into two periods before he knew Stephen King's the coke yeah. and after. Post-coke existence. <laughs> so this new Stephen King book, The Institute, uh, looks interesting. Yeah, I'm about 160, uh, 160 pages in. The playground was surrounded by a chain-link fence at least ten feet high, and Luke saw cameras peering down at two of the corners. They were dusty, as if they hadn't been cleaned in a while. Beyond the fence, there was nothing but forest, mostly pines. Whatever the Institute was, it was in the middle of an old-growth forest, which meant in the middle of nowhere. As for the playground itself, Luke's first thought was that if there was ever a prison exercise yard for kids between the ages of six and sixteen, it would look exactly like this. The girl, Iris, saw them and waved. She double-bounced on the trampoline. Sha, who got there? 
who you owe. Who? <laughs> who I'm like, that there? doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Sha, who you got there? This is Luke Ellis, Kalisha said. New this morning. What? A, that's a really weird back of the book Usually, thing. Usually, I, I just read the, the inside of the dust jacket, and then I just dive into the book, because, you know, when any, anytime a book quotes itself on the back, I'm just, I kind of roll my eyes a little bit. I'm just like, okay. this means well, nothing. This means nothing without getting context. Exactly. It's a completely out of context expert excerpt from the book. So, it's, it, I don't know what they're trying to say is like, hey, if you like the way these words are arranged, <laughs> there's more of them inside. <laughs> Arranged vaguely similarly But other <laughs> scenes Ashworth was silent for a moment Hands still on his hips Looking from his deputies and his night knocker To the boy asleep on the couch This episode of the podcast Evidently brought to you by Stephen King's existence <laughs> I don't know <laughs> The way that last line that you read It sounded like it was a newscaster or something This is Stephen Ellis <laughs> <laughs> This is Stephen Ellis here And that's just the way things crumble <laughs> And that's the way the news goes <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, I'll have to check that out uh, It's been a while since I've picked up a, a Stephen King book I think the last one that I um read in its entirety was uh Dreamcatcher. Ah, I haven't actually read Dreamcatcher. The book uh, is great, the movie is garbage. Yeah, that's what I've heard. It's how does a lot of Stephen King movies? It's like Yeah, the majority of them are terrible. Bag. Yeah, a majority of them are bad. Um Maximum Overdrive. But oh, <laughs> you take that back right this instant. Maximum Overdrive is a treasure. Um or, or the Langoliers. Yeah. Uh the there's what are the good ones we got it the first it was really good i haven't seen the second one well uh, oh you mean the, the new one yeah okay because the mini series is good it's, nostalgia paints that it's hilariously i mean it's it's great weird. if for no uh, no other reason than to see tim curry. tim curry yeah and and to hear the song it's all right to have a good time like 20 times yeah because it's the only song they could afford to like. <laughs> so like anytime there's like a flashback, it's all right. It's heavy. And then it just, it just keeps like cutting to it, like, you know, in the movie and stuff like that. It, it's, 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 I didn't know that that was the reason why they played that song so much. Um, <laughs> and well, yeah. No, they just thought it was the, the only song fit to be played during this yeah, movie. Right. Yeah, it was we a, could afford to license 20, but we only needed one. But. The good uh, Stephen King movies are really fucking good. Stand by me, uh, Shawshank Redemption, Yarp. The Green Mile, Yarp. Um, uh, fuck man, Gerald's Carrie, uh, Gerald's Game, nineteen twenty-two. Um, the uh, a lot of those old ones, Cujo. Um, <laughs> you know, like the Shining. The Shining, which unfortunately that was not Stephen King's doing, that yeah. that was a good movie. Um, that was all the insanity of uh, the Mist. Uh, oh, the uh, God, the Mist is fucking the great. Mist. Uh, the proper ending of the Mist. I like the uh, I like the black and white version of the movie. Fourteen oh eight, isn't that Stephen King? Uh, I don't know. I never actually saw it. Um, I think it is. I know they're they're redoing Firestarter. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, has anyone seen the new Pet Cemetery? No, I haven't. I want to though. I, I heard it wasn't great. It is Stephen King. Fourteen oh eight. Okay, I, I still so. got sure, to sure. seize it. Fourteen oh eight was fucking awesome. 
Um, I see that one. Wait, is it like the haunted apartment one? The haunted uh, hotel room. Oh, uh, with uh, John Cusack and uh, with Samuel L. Jackson. Very, very scary. So I didn't see it. (laughs) Then we need to make you watch it. Uh, You will learn to fear. We've only just begun. Uh, just baby, hearing that song is baby, going to make you, you uncomfortable. I don't like it. Uh, let's let's not forget the stand and the. I mean, we can forget the stand. The, the can we? Uh, Rob Lowe playing like a mute guy. Isn't Gary Sinise in that too? I think so. Yeah. In fact, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that was. M O N. That smells bad. Yeah. Okay. Not great. Yeah. <laughs> really not great. And then Salem's Lot was also pretty okay. I never saw Salem's Lot. It's really long. The Dark Tower was terrible. Yes, I didn't mention that for for very specific reasons. <laughs> because it's unmentionable. It's really bad. But I mean, we at least for uh, two of those that are mentioned, we uh, potentially have redemptions on on the slate for the full yeah. series of Dark Tower. That's yeah. gonna be great. And Wizard the stands. And the others. So yeah. that'll Glass, be really which cool. Is all the prequel, not prequel. Yeah, kind of like flashbacky prequel. Uh, chunk of story that sets up the dark tower so right on should be good yeah i'm i'm hopeful for that uh i've been watching uh creep show i haven't i haven't watched it yet uh which i have been very happy with yeah um predictably greg nicotero being the executive producer means the creature effects are really good Mm. um and i mean how many have you seen so there are only two out okay are there any any like remakes of, of some no, of the but old there stories. are nods to the old stories oh, everywhere. Perfect. perfect. Uh, did, the, the, did the crate show up yet? No, the crate hasn't shown up. Uh, the uh, one of the actresses from the first uh, Creep Show film, who kind of became a horror legend in her own right, is in the first episode. Oh, right. Along with the dude who played Gus Fring in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah. And yes. uh, Jigsaw. Oh, okay, okay. And uh, so it seems that they're telling two stories per episode. Oh, okay. I like that. I like that. And Esposito is amazing. The reference. So there's a Cujo reference in the first episode, in the first story of the first episode. It's just uh, like a missing dog plastered on the on the thing. It says Cujo. I I like it when they do stuff like that. Uh, There's a reference to uh, the wooden chief uh, in the second story of the first episode. Um, from uh, Creepshow 2? I, I never saw Creepshow 2. Oh, okay. I, I, I still need to. Um, it's one of those things I haven't got around to. I, just like I have to catch up on all the Phantasm movies. Yeah. Um, did you guys know that Stephen King wrote the first Creepshow movie? Yep. Because that's why he was in that. Sketch. Yep. That was just, it was really fucking awful until the end. And then it was just like, oh, shit. Oh, wait, no, this is actually creepy. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> Um, the f- started turning into a plant. Yeah. My first interaction with Creepshow wasn't even Creepshow proper. <laughs> the fucking Black Dahlia murder made a music video that's just a bunch of like recreations with the band. Really? Of Creepshow sketches, pretty much. No shit. Yeah, it's fucking rad, too. <laughs> huh. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, it's the definitely. one where the man like touches the meteorite and becomes a plant. Yep, yeah. Uh, that's the, Stephen King. Yeah, Stephen King himself yep. plays that guy. The yep. one where the guy gets buried on the beach. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So just all that in the music video, they just swap the band for members a long out. Long time. Yeah, that's oh, awesome. That was Leslie Nielsen. Yep, 
And, and the first time I saw it, I was just like, I kept waiting for it to get funny. So I was just like, <laughs> Leslie Nielsen's here. It's got to be funny. <laughs> no, and it never did. And that's what was creepy about it. I was like, fuck, oh, man. Leslie Nielsen's a psychopath. If that's any of them are funny, it's the Stephen King one because he plays yeah. such a like an exaggerated yokel. Definitely. Well, and it's funny because in the um, Something to Tide You Over is the name of the, the, of the, the beach sketch. Yeah. Um, the, <laughs> of course. The, <laughs> the spooky music they play is just Camptown Races in a minor. <laughs> Camptown Races. Camptown Races, sing this song. That's pretty great. <laughs> Once I figured out, because I watched, I watched that movie like a bunch when I first saw it. I was like, I love this. And then I was just like, I kept rewinding it. I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Oh, shit, it is that song. <laughs> That's funny. Why would you do that? <laughs> now um, I want to make a horror movie where you just take, like, really corny pop m- music and just Mary put it in all the... <laughs> a little well, bit. I mean, they, they've they done that to a lot of things. <laughs> uh, like, they're... I can't remember what the fuck it was. The Like, making um, Smells Like Teen Spirit in a major... Like and yeah. and doing that kind of thing. Um, I know that uh, they've done that to a lot of songs that are. Mm-hmm. And it's it shifts them a but, lot, but none will compare to to Camptown races. Camptown races, sing this song. <laughs> well, when you put it that way, um, Camptown races, sing this song. Oh, the Duda day. We should just end this podcast with all of us looking at the camera and singing that song badly. Um, the. Uh, uh, best modification to an existing song was the slowing down of Jolene. Oh yeah, it sounded like a nightmare. It no, it sounded great. I think it sounded better. Like it sounded really, really good. Oh, maybe maybe I'm just thinking of deep frying videos. Never. Mind. Yeah, no, it, it was totally different. Like they they just literally like slowed down the record for uh, uh, Jolene uh, by Dolly Parton, and it sounds really good. I haven't heard that. I need to hear that. That's yeah, cool. uh, we'll put it on. Jolene, Jolene. <laughs> no speaking of at the end of the podcast we have come to the end of the podcast uh Hello. what uh none of us have been playing games this week have we uh you actually, none of us have had time last night i intentionally sat down and turned to barbie and was like i have to play video games right now because i have to have had played video games at some point <laughs> <laughs> i haven't played much but i've done some strange things this week this week Uh-oh. i've done stranger things <sighs> fuck you <laughs> dump this water bottle all over myself. That also was a joke. <laughs> I was like a joke. Joke meter. So I have some friends who have been getting me back into playing Grand Theft Auto Five online. Oh. Uh, particularly Swolstein is his name. Swolstein. Uh, Swole. Swolstein. Oh, Swolstein. And every mission ends in complete failure because you'll hear in your microphone in the middle of the mission. I'm Rambo. And then it just, and, this, and when you die, it just, this game slows down and it gives you a, the message of who died. The amount of times my screen has said, mission failed. Swolstein has died. <laughs> 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 On top of that, 
we got as many bots into our Discord as possible that we used to create the most punished soundscapes while people are trying to do things. Oh, yeah. You, were, you told me about I, I spoke this. to you about this briefly, yep, Ryan. Yep. Uh, but we we managed to make an awful soundscape where you have jazz music playing very like softly in the background. And then you have loud ASMR eating noises playing, <laughs> uh, one of which only plays in one of your headphones. Oh, no. And then I also managed to. So you have to change the, the volume of the bots. And I, I had ones like everyone set this one to one percent. And it's bagpipe and drum music like at the lowest possible volume. So it sounds like you're in a jazz restaurant with people loudly eating in your ears while someone plays the bagpipes in the streets outside. <laughs> oh, man, what a nightmare. Yeah, it's great. The, now, I think we have like 10 bots now, and now there's no safety. Like, if you don't have them all muted by default and you're just sitting in the channel, someone will punish you for it. <laughs> um, there's also, uh, the other only thing I've done is... Uh, the soundscape of Dan's dreams. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> someone someone made a mod for Devil May Cry 5 that allows you to convert almost every other mission into a co-op capable mission. <laughs> oh, so, nice. I've just been playing with a friend, and you just do every Devil May Cry mission... Oh yeah, with somebody and it's fucking cool. Nice, that's awesome. Speaking of that, um, an a- actual news. I remembered something that happened. I guess PS4 got cross-platform capability. Yeah, PS4 is now officially full cross-platform. Hell yeah. PS4 is now the cool person's <laughs> console. Well, it, it kind of was. <laughs> in I mean, it's just joined the rest of the crowd with the yeah. They PS4 has the best exclusives. Uh, I don't think anyone can argue that. Um, but they were the only ones being little bitches about the whole cross-platform just, just, yeah, shit. Like yeah. The people at Sony are dickheads. Yeah. I mean, Spider-Man. <laughs> well, I mean, it's back. Which apparently, did you guys hear that? Apparently, Tom, that's Tom Holland's fault? It was a Christmas miracle. Apparently, Tom Holland was talking to executives, imploring them to uh, meet back and come to an arrangement. Oh, the he humanity. Just, Supposedly. He just, he just called Sony's, uh, sort of crying. Sony's president. <laughs> I was going to say, just reenacted Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more? Yeah. It just sir. said that on over and over again. What is, is that? A- There's birds in Ryan's There's chimney. Some- <laughs> <laughs> There's birds in the chimney and bats in the belfry. <laughs> Uh, has anyone else uh, been playing anything? Uh, yesterday, I played all of Mega Man X Five. I ran through, ran through, just uh, just to refamiliarize myself with some of the fun things that you're going to be coming up on. You thought the, the which I've never played this game before. <laughs> Definitely not. Wink, wink. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh God! And what, weren't we like? just recently talking about lost footage yeah yeah, yeah and then we lost and footage. then we lost yep. footage <laughs> we, we cursed of lost footage again yeah well, but, shit uh, I, I said again well we just did and we're about to record look what you i also played sonic cd look what you've done <laughs> looks it is it is 100 your fault if we lose footage after this no I've, yeah. I've been i've been practicing guitar in lieu of playing video games all week so hmm. good on you life skills trying to but you, what hast thou been playing besides thyself? I have not had any time to play games at all this week. I Congratulations. All business. You played yourself. I played myself. I played myself. No, yeah, I didn't get a chance to play. I, I mostly, yeah, I saw, saw Joker, but all week today, all, all week I've been 
I played a little bit of rock band. I did play rock band. Yeah. That's a given. I did too. At my house. Not just <laughs> not just at the party last okay, night. Okay, I was going to say. But also, I picked up the guitar again and started playing Started playing and trying to make me feel like I was, I'm was. i still good at that Make game. you come tonight over to my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I played. We made you watch that, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I... Um, uh, I've just been playing Link's Awakening, pretty much. It's a fun game. It is I mean, a very fun game. I, I can only speak from the original standpoint, but soon. Soon. Christmas is coming. But soon. Cavendish is coming. Sure. <laughs> On that note, thanks for watching and or listening. Cavendish is coming. We'll see you in the next one. Shit fuck Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. <laughs> again. Want the high stakes stuff? The believe the hype stuff? The criminally good, emotional roller coaster, can't believe what you're seeing stuff? You know, the good stuff. AMC Plus has it all. Can't wait for the beginning of the end? Watch all new episodes of The Walking Dead one week early. Want to be chilled to the core? Set sail with the North Water, a thrilling Arctic drama starring Jack O'Connell and Colin Farrell. Plus, uncover gripping true crime content ad free and on demand. Expect the epic with AMC Plus. Sign up today at amcplus.com. AMC Plus. Only the good stuff.